Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. What I love about God is that God gives us instructions But he doesn't just give us the instruction. He also gives us the power to carry it out, right? So that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us that will prompt us and that will move us and will minister to us as well. Amen. And then we're able to follow the instructions that God has for you and I. So so the topic I want to talk about today is forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key to freedom. I believe that that is such a powerful, powerful, and it's not always easy, right? Because I think our first tendency is when somebody sins against us or they, they oppose us or, uh, or, or they offend us. Uh, of course, our first uh, tendency is to retaliate, right? Or to get even, right? We don't get mad we get even, (laughs) but that's not what God's word says. And I believe when we follow God's instructions, then we're able to live so much better and be a blessing to others as well. Amen. So, so let's pray. We're going to get right into God's word. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your presence. I thank you this morning, Father God, for for being with us and speaking to our hearts. And I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So, you know, forgiveness is so important. And there's, and there's three reasons I want to talk about today. The first reason is this, because forgiveness brings freedom, right, from guilt and shame. Forgiveness brings freedom from guilt and shame. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says this, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. See, asking God for forgiveness is really important. You see, we all fall short daily, right? We all fall short and we sin on a daily basis. I mean, the battle with our sin nature is a constant struggle for all of us. That's right, none of us are perfect, right? We still have this earth suit. We still walk in a broken world. So sin is something that happens in our lives every single day. See, but it says, but when we confess our sin before God, confess to God, he is quick to forgive us. That's right. See, I I believe the guilt and the shame comes from unconfessed sin. Guilt and shame come from unconfessed sin. You see, in the parable of the prodigal son, which is found in Luke 15, The father forgives his wayward son and welcomes him back with open arms. You see, we know that we serve a God that doesn't uh, reject us because we fall short. He actually embraces us and wants to forgive us and help us maybe to, to be strengthened in that weak area of our lives. Amen. And I think that's so important to understand that God is not standing above us with a hammer, ready to hit us with a hammer when we fall short. You know, in the story of the prodigal son, we see a reflection of who God is. See, this reveals how forgiveness can release us from the burden of guilt and shame. 
See, this allows us to experience the freedom and restoration that comes from being reconciled with God. See, the reason you and I are reconciled with God is not because we're good, it's because he is good and he forgives us of our sin, right? I believe that forgiveness is the key to reconciliation, amen? Forgiveness is the key to reconciliation with God. See, and I believe that forgiveness also promotes healing and reconciliation, right? In Colossians chapter three, verse 13, God's word says this, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave. So the first reason we talked about earlier was about asking forgiveness from God for falling short. But now we also need to forgive one another, right? The cross is both horizontal and vertical. Vertical is our relationship with God. Horizontal is our relationship with one another. It's very important that we don't hold any grudges, right? No matter how hard we try, we will sin and we're going to require God's forgiveness. So just as quick as we, as God is, is quick to forgive us, we must also extend forgiveness to others. And listen, I get it. It can be very difficult at times. You know, Jesus said, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. <laughs> In many of our cases, we have to forgive them even when they know what they're doing, even when it's intentional, even when they're coming against us and opposing us, we need to forgive them. Forgive them. You see, our flesh wants to retaliate, but we're called to forgive like God forgave. You know, Joseph's forgiveness of his brothers that's found in Genesis chapter 45 exemplifies how forgiveness can lead to healing and reconciliation. You see, despite his brother's betrayal, and I think that's the difficult thing is when you're betrayed by someone close. See, in spite of that, Joseph forgave them and ultimately restored their broken relationship. See, I believe that this particular story really demonstrates the transformative power of forgiveness in fostering unity and broken, and of course, restoring broken bonds. That's right. Many cases I've, I've heard of people who had forgiven their family members, a brother or a sister, or even a mom or a father for years. And they carry that heavy burden with them. I believe that we need to just reconcile, right? The old saying, just bury the hatchet, man. It doesn't matter who did wrong or who, who messed up or what the circumstances were. At the end of the day, we need to forgive so that we can have that freedom ourselves and not carry those heavy burdens, amen? And of course, when we forgive others, it also reflects God's love and mercy. That's right, forgiveness reflects God's love and mercy. In Romans chapter five, verse eight, we read this, but God demonstrates his love toward us. I love that, his own love for us. And this, while we were yet still sinners, Christ died for us. He demonstrated his love for us in this, that he gave his life. <laughs> While we were at sinners, Christ died for us. Do, we, do you get that? It's not like we deserved it, right? God loves us so much that he couldn't, he couldn't imagine eternity without you and without me. 
Imagine that. That's the kind of love that we have. That's the kind of loving Heavenly Father that we serve. You see, Jesus stepped right out of heaven, not because we deserved it, but because he loves us. We didn't earn this, this salvation. We didn't earn anything we have. God gives it to us by grace. See, when we forgive others, we do it not because they deserve it, but because we deserve peace. And when we do that, it reflects God's love and mercy towards others as well. See, people will see God in you when you forgive them. Because many of you know that if they, if people know, right, that they've offended us. Uh, people know that they've retaliated. But, but in many cases, it's an emotional response to things that are happening. And maybe we said something or did something. And sometimes, listen, sometimes we did mess up and we can ask for forgiveness. But we also need to be quick to reflect God's love and grace and mercy by forgiving others. See, Jesus' crucifixion is the ultimate example of God's forgiveness and mercy towards humanity. That's right. That's, it's the ultimate example to us. <laughs> See, despite our sins, God sent his son to die for us, offering us forgiveness and salvation. See, by forgiving others, we reflect God's love and mercy because becoming vessels, listen to this, of his grace and demonstrating his character to the world. I think the greatest witness that you and I can show the world is when we forgive in spite of how they treat us, in spite of what they say about us, in spite of their hard feelings towards us. We know that it's spiritual. The attacks that come against us, they're spiritual attacks. In many cases, it's not the person, it's the enemy working behind them, working through them and causing disruption in our lives. But I believe forgiveness is the key. See, because you can be right and still lose. Oh man, you can still, you can be right and still lose. That is key because when we're offended or when we're opposed by somebody, then, you know, we may be justified to, to be, to act and, and to feel the way we feel. And we can be justified to, to, to maybe shun them or, 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 or abandon them or, or erase them from our lives. But at the end, God didn't do that for us, did he? He could have abandoned us and said, forget these people. They're all jacked up. Come on, somebody. But instead, he showed his love and his grace and his forgiveness. You see, these three reasons emphasize the importance of forgiveness in the life of a believer. That's right. Transforming. Come on. This is great. Highlighting its transformative power, its healing nature, and the reflections of God's love and mercy. Oh, forgiveness is powerful. And when we forgive others, when we forgive ourselves, oh, come on now. So often we're so condescending towards ourselves when we should be quick to forgive. Listen, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Listen, we're going to fall short. We're not perfect. But forgiveness really is the key to freedom. That's right. Our freedom comes when we're quick to forgive others because God forgave us and then we can forgive ourselves. Amen. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.